This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 733. I am Brian Kilby. It's the end of June, which means it's the uh, JD Church Memorial Spectacular Appreciation episode. We, you know, we've been doing this for, for years, ever since JD passed in 2014. Uh, and, you know, it, I, it, it, it never feels sufficient, but I think, I think we honor JD by continuing to do this, even sometimes when it, it's hard. Uh, just for people who don't know, you know, JD Church is a friend of ours. He was uh, on Radio Free Cybertron uh, years ago, like back in the original days, occasionally on a few episodes. Uh, and, you know, uh, I, I think most people know, but like RFC was very inconsistently published for about six years. You know, I think we had one whole year when we didn't have an epi- even one episode recorded and posted. Uh, so... JD back in 2009, he was like, hey, Brian, I haven't talked, hadn't talked to him in forever. I want to be a podcaster. You need to like start doing RFC on a regular basis again. And he actually talked me into it. And here we are. Uh, this is 11 years later. And JD was something of a force of personality. He, you he know, was. he was good at like just getting on you and on you about something until you gave in. So it, it was fun for me to frustrate him by being like, yeah, no, no. JD challenged <laughs> me in a lot of ways that I appreciated. Um, he opened my eyes to a lot of things and he also made me realize that I couldn't trust him in a lot of ways because he was <laughs> kind of crazy. Oh yeah. 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 But, uh, I missed I miss the JD episodes of RFC. <laughs> like <sighs> I love JD. I seriously like, you know, he, he, he was family. We're, you know, we're family, but like it, JD was especially, he could, he was kind of bonkers sometimes. And, it was awesome. <laughs> it was really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I can't really get into a, a lot of that. Uh, you know, a lot of it involved, you know, things that we can't talk about. But he was an interesting person. And it's really a shame that he passed away all too soon. But we honor him here on the anniversary of our return to regular posting, uh, which was the end of June in 2009, right around Revenge of the Fallen. And, uh, what well, horrible timing. <laughs> yeah. I guess it was good timing. But uh, yeah, we we miss JD. Uh, we we want to honor him in, in doing what we do and, and not try to, you know, do it when he passed because that's not that's not fair. Uh, you know, wonderful human. We all miss him. So uh but you know, with with me, uh you heard Chris, Matt, uh Diecast here, Rob, and Don, who was not around don were you at you were never were you ever on yeah you were on jd episodes back in the day yeah 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 i was on you've uh you invited me on right after my mom passed away yeah right after it was i I was on superhero time right after mom passed away in 2012 uh, early 2013 and then i joined up with you in john's apartment his spacious apartment that was he had um and the rest is history yeah, I I only got to be on a couple of episodes with JD. Sadly, I never got to meet him in person. That's I consider that a tragedy. It's funny. I I didn't remember the first time I met him. I have a photograph of me and him, and I just totally <laughs> didn't. I think that pissed him off <laughs> that I just didn't remember it. But there was a photo to prove that it happened the first time. 
Uh, but getting to spend like go, Chris and I going to pick him up at his house at his home back in 2012. Driving he made breakfast for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he right. Driving straight to his house from from North Carolina to Oklahoma City in one in one one drive one sitting. That was I think, painful. I think it was probably worse though driving from his house straight back to North Carolina. Though, I literally it? hallucinated. It was yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not I, even, I'm it, so sorry I was not able to talk you into like taking an extra day and stopping for the night. I should have slept. Like it, it, in hindsight. No, I should have I talked you into harder stopping somewhere in Tennessee for the night because, you know, you still had another like, like eight hours. Like, after it, that. It, like in the moment, like I sincerely thought my car was covered in millions of spiders i'm not like that sounds funny it sounds crazy like obviously you know my car isn't covered in millions of spiders but i swear i thought that as i drove under that tree that millions of spiders descended upon me and it scared the crap out of me oh yeah so like now obviously you know it's like that's craziness but at the time it felt real so if you think that you know something crazy is happening get out of your car and make sure Maybe take a nap. Or pull over and take a nap, one or the other. Should have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So <laughs> this, you know, this is kind of going to be a crazy episode because lots of news hit this week. And I actually want to start off with the most recent one. Uh, like, I had never heard of Jay Balvin. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly before, but apparently he is a musician of sorts. And there's another... Transformers collaboration. This is, I guess, most similar to the Lincoln Park, uh, which is a, a, a Hasbro collaboration. There's also the Bump of Chicken that Takara did. Uh, oh my goodness, it's going to be on the network. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how much of that is uh, going to be on the network as an exclusive. I didn't go in and read the network posting. But, oh my goodness! So, net, if <laughs> given that all the promotional photos say "network" in them, I, I'm kind of guessing that we are that this is going to be totally exclusive to them, and thus I have I am not even going to attempt. So well, there was the um, was it Super Seven or um, just like a regular reaction figure, uh, a Soundwave with special branded packaging like this that was a network oh, yeah. exclusive thing. Yeah, that was that. That wasn't the Lincoln Park one. That was. Um, I, maybe it, it wasn't was i think it was i think it was originally gonna be like an ll cool j thing and then oh that's right not being yeah that's right um the yeah. point the point i was intending to reach with bringing that up was like this kind of thing seems exactly in the wheelhouse they've established for network which is like limited interest slash appeal crossover redeco stuff that most of us don't care that we're not gonna be able to buy yeah, it's um, it's network is the worst experience, purchasing experience I've ever had, and that's not hyperbole. I, I can be prone to hyperbole at some point. Network is the worst experience that I've ever gone through. Yeah, it's it. After you, Don. Thank you. Uh, it's basically Maddie Collector, Blue Screen of Death, Digital River, all wrapped in, all wrapped up in a nice little package, and then shoved into early Hasbro Toy Shop with Nemesis Prime all mixed together. Yeah, I can't they even say it's the first purchasing ultimate. experience I had because I never even got close to purchasing anything Ant, through network. And pointed out it was Def Jam Soundwave, right? Uh, which, yeah. which he picked yeah. up. Yeah, uh, man, I I don't know that I want to risk it. Let's see here. When does this actually uh, go up for sale? I don't know, but I'm on the site right now, and they have like uh, 
Turtle Ultimates on there from Super 7. Uh, they have a Grateful Dead reaction figure. They, they have a whole bunch of stuff on there. I'm surprised. On Network? Yeah. Okay. Network live video shopping. <laughs> I just hate every part of what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but my wife absolutely loves buying things off Facebook live streams. I don't know what it is that make people want to do that, but the idea just sounds Does horrible. she have childhood nostalgia of the home shopping network? I don't know. I don't know. That's what this really sounds like, except, you know, out of somebody's living room instead of a, you know, kind of chintzy studio. I really want this. I really hope we're going to be able to get it. So it's hideous and I love it. I know. <laughs> On Twitter. It's absolutely stupid. I th- yeah, I thought this was somebody's like fever dream um, kit or digibash. It looks like, like a horrible knockoff. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. It's a f- What's interesting about this, it seems to come with one of Commander Class Jetfire's rifles and one of the Jetfire blast effects. That's weird. Yeah. 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 Should those be compatible? Five millimeter. So yeah. Soundwave was originally five millimeter. I honestly, yeah. mm-hmm. okay. That that popped up on question that popped up to me on Twitter. I'm like, I honestly don't remember. I yeah, I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a standard back then, but five millimeter goes back to literally the very origins of Transformers. So... God, do I install this app? I'm pretty sure I left a horribly negative review on it. <laughs> oh, I know I did. I left them an absolutely scathing review, and it was not a polite letter. Don, you're supposed to write a polite letter. Oh, I yeah, I think I actually sent them an email telling them to close my account. I was so pissed off about it. I remember right. Well, it makes like a smiley face when it's in cassette mo- or tape player mode or whatever you're going to call it. Boombox mode. It looks cool. I, 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 it's so like it's so left field. I love it. Oh god, network is in my autocorrect in my, uh, oh, my no. phone keyboard. That's horrible. <sighs> yeah, I mean, uh, okay. So I, I want to point out. Um, a couple months ago, we'd heard something about something called Project Jam among all the collaborative stuff that was kind of leaking through various sources and. Um, what it was described as at the time was some sound wave linked to some band to be named later or whatever. That's this. This is Project Jam. Oh, nice. Uh, so guess. at the time we were speculating like it might be like Titans Return, Soundwave, or Blaster because they're the same mold. And, you know, that has uh, the bass mode that you could call like a stage, et cetera. You know, we were kind of brainstorming. Uh, on different toys, but no, it's just Project Jam is this yellow smiley face G1 sound wave with stripes and something else. It's hideous and wonderful. Yes, it is. It's hideous and wonderful, and you don't ever have to worry about owning it because you won't be able to. They made (laughs) five of them, probably. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, this this goes with, uh, what was it, Def Jam um, reaction sound wave or whatever that was. Like, it's an interesting thing from the licensing perspective, I guess, but like most people are not going to really be that interested in it or care that they can't have it. So low quantity for this doesn't seem like a big problem. So I love that it has blast effects and uh, I, you know, I'm thinking about the Walmart Soundwave reissue. That was what, like $40 
it looks like I could buy the Ninja Turtle Ultimates right there from the site, like not as like a special drop. It looks like they're just available for they're, sale. Yeah. At retail. I I think Soundwave might have actually been fifty. Yeah, so if it's fifty, this has two tapes, blast effects, and a new gun. I don't know what that gun's from. I've never seen it. I think it's from it. Commander Class Jetfire. Okay. So it's I gotta guess this thing's gonna be like at least eighty. Yeah, I I was gonna say sixty, maybe if, but yeah, I wouldn't. Eighty would not shock me, especially if it is low production run, like we assume a lot of this network stuff ends up being. Um, that would drive the price point up more, even though it's you know all existing mold elements, and they just have to kind of mix and match what parts they're doing. But you know the active production still has a certain cost associated with it beyond the materials there's some crazy crap on this it's like it's like a garbage version of etsy a lot of this stuff looks like so uh john who is not here with us this week he's in our discord right now tfradio.net slash discord and he's saying it should be at least 100 dollars. it needs to be expensive that's part of the draw oh the, exclu- the exclusivity Stop it with the your marketing stuff john yeah, I don't want to hear. I, I at a hundred dollars, I might have to think twice. No, I think he's right. I think the exclusivity is the point. It is supposed to be hard to come by. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, um, it sucks. Okay, so while we're on this track of subject here, uh, there's other collaborative stuff that we've heard about that doesn't really have like official releases or reveals yet. But um, the project bat that came up via Amazon Australia a little while back. Uh, we have a name for that now that's um, Universal Monsters Collaborative uh, Draculus. Draculus. Yeah. yeah, we actually got um, some of the product copy for that dug up today too, uh, which gave us a little bit of detail about that. So it's going to be a Dracula-inspired robot mode um, colored like a black and white movie. So it's going to be in just shades of gray instead of being This like, has a know, Ninja Dracula. Turtles feel to it. Uh, <laughs> and the packaging is supposed to be uh styled like a VHS uh cover. Yeah, yeah, that's. But you can't play the cassette. No, I mean, I assume it's not going to be like you know that size anyway. It's just going to look like that because if it's that size, that's going to be pretty small. It's in the product copy, non-playable. Yeah, no, I saw that. Um, some people are speculating this might mean it's like a mind wipe. Uh, retool, which I suppose is possible. We don't know any kind of price point for this, I don't think. I don't remember if the original Amazon Australia listing had a price attached to it. I don't remember seeing it. It might have. Um, but like, I'd be more inclined to think that this is going to be something mostly new design with just like some kind of common engineering from something before. I don't think it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be a gigawatt where it, you can look at it and be like, okay, it's half of this toy's parts with a new shell around it. It's going to be something a little bit beyond that. Well, Chris, I was looking at the product copy uh, briefly before the show, and it said that it came with a like a like some kind of claw shield, which is what MindWipe did come with because it had the claws right. on the end of the shield. Well, that, you know, might be a nail in that coffin, so to speak. I figured Don would appreciate that. Um, But yeah, it does turn into a bat, so that's, you know, more mind wipe suggestibility here. Um, I'm actually looking for that myself now. I don't remember where I ended up seeing that originally. Um, My like it was probably just, like, pasted on Twitter somewhere, and I'll never find it again. Um, 
Okay, so besides that, um, it's series... not like it's not like they've just recently rerun that mind wipe mold either, right? Of course, I mean you know recently rerun doesn't even seem to be that much of a prerequisite for a lot of this stuff anyway. Um, so there's also prop copy for an Amazon Prime Optimus Prime, which is an Amazon yes. Prime truck. I'm so excited about this. I know I shouldn't be, but I'm so excited about this. Like, yeah, like a lot of people actually seem to be kind of mad about this. Uh, that's exactly where I was going. The takes are really? this sounds awesome, or this is this is horrible. I actually like it. I I I, I think it's silly. I'm interested enough based on that it sounds like it's the Earthrise Optimus, which makes sense. Um, but it's been retooled so that the truck mode is a Volvo which is the semi-cab manufacturer that Amazon uses. And Volvo does have a model of cab over engine that they use for their Amazon, uh, their Amazon fleet. So I mean, I would love, work. I would love to see that Earthrise Optimus Prime at, you know, at making an Amazon Prime, make it a Pepsi Prime. I just want, I just want more of that mold. Uh, yeah, Pepsi different... Prime would be great. Yeah, that'd be, uh, yeah. I would absolutely buy Pepsi Prime. I'll probably buy the Amazon Prime too, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I've been looking for this for a while, so I'm I'm really excited. So yeah. But it still hasn't shown up. I expected to see that on Prime Day. And like I feel like that probably was the plan at one point. And you know, all the current difficulties with moving cargo out of China probably screwed up their schedule. And Prime Day was early this year, if I if I, you know. Yeah, usually it's like early July, isn't it? And it was like mid-June this year. That sounds right, yeah. 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 So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, in a month or, you know, six weeks, give or take, we probably will see this turn up and it'll just kind of be a little bit more of a fizzle than it would have been if it was a, you know, funny Prime Day thing. Well, maybe they're going to work it in now to like a, you know, Transformer Tuesday or, you know, something to that effect. Yeah, something. The uh, big reveal, though, this week happened Tuesday, and it was T-Rex was announced by Target and Hasbro. No. It was? No, no I don't think it was. No, they haven't yet no. to announce T-Rex at all, period. I mean, I mean, so... Um, In the U.S. Earthrise Blue Streak, if you go strictly by what Hasbro acknowledges to exist, Earthrise Blue Streak doesn't actually exist because they've never announced or acknowledged that that toy exists or has been released anywhere. Yeah. So technically when we like, you know, have conversations with Hasbro reps, technically we can't talk to them about that because it hasn't been officially revealed by Hasbro. That's sad. Yeah. But yeah, uh, <laughs> no, uh, the Jurassic park. And what was the, was it, what was the code name? Was it park? Yeah. Project park, project park. Yeah. Uh, honestly, uh, it's kind of interesting because people first immediately thought, Oh, uh, Megatron. Well, they'll just retool that or repaint that. Then it's recently with a, a new announcement. It's like, oh, it'll probably be a, a Ford and it'll be a vehicle. Well, surprise, it's both. I mean, you know, some of us who follow the uh, Inside Info track already knew it was going to be a multi-pack, but yeah. I don't because... I, don't. I actually guessed when I saw you post about the Jurassic Park thing, I, I was... I didn't read the article or anything. I was like... I was expecting, you know, Megatron repainted. And I was like, wouldn't it be cool if they threw, like, a Jeep in there? I was thinking, like, Siege, uh, 
Hound? Siege Hound and repainted it because there were Jeeps in the movie, I thought. Um, maybe I was mistaken and it wasn't, you know, a Ford Explorer. But you know, then someone's like, oh, yeah, well, Ford's in the in the article. I'm like, I guess I should have read the article before I, you know. <laughs> so I was on the right track with this. Okay, so uh, in Jurassic Park, the Ford Explorers were the, like, public tour vehicles. So, you know, when the park would have theoretically opened to general visitors, they would have been on the on-rails uh, Ford Explorers with all the park deco on them. But they also did have Jeeps that they were used that the park staff used to get around out into the field and enclosure. Okay. Okay. Uh, And those had like um, light gray or beige coloring primarily, if I remember right. So there were Jeeps in Jurassic Park, but like the more iconic visual is the The T-Rex escape scene with the explorers. Yeah. Doesn't this, I'm looking at the head on the, on the dinosaur. It looks very grimlocky. To me, bit, yeah, yeah. Uh, Age of Extinction Grimlock. Um, I mean, it, there's. I would say it's more like a you know G one inspired origin point, and then given a more like organic twist to it, like kind of what you would expect a Beast Wars Grimlock would have looked like if it wasn't at the time just a straight redeco of the Dinobot mold. Yes, it's a really cool looking head sculpt, and like. So the, the dinosaur deco on uh, Tyrannicon Rex uh, is really nicely done. But I really like the color scheme for the robot mode parts with the red and black, which is the marketing colors for the original Jurassic Park movie. Like it's really good with the browns and tans of the dinosaur hide. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe it's more slug than with the visor is what I'm thinking. Well, I mean, if you're determined to look at it from a movie design perspective, we're talking like, you know, G1. Yeah, I just look. I just immediately saw it. And it just to me, it looked like a AOE sort of. Yeah, no. Uh, so, yeah, uh, movie slug slag would be closer in that vein. But like this looks like a Beast Wars if I G1 Grimlock head to me. And I yeah. think to Diecast also. Um, so the. Big thing here, though, is the uh, Ford Explorer JP ninety three. JPO one of me. So if if you um, you know look at previous crossover vehicle form transformers, with the exception of Maverick, all of them can be traced back to some prior engineering or some shared parts. And this had a stump for a little while. Like in uh, our Discord, we were going over this for. A couple of hours trying to figure out like okay what did this start from what did they borrow from to make this because it's almost never a completely new mold and i think with maverick it was only completely new because of requirements from like northrop grumman and how it would actually be produced uh but that's a conversation for another episode um so we never figured it out but someone on twitter citrain i believe um finally made the identification that it's borrowing from Cyberverse Deluxe Prowls Engineering. Wow. And I can, you can see, see that. Yeah, so it's most visible in the shape and the way the thighs and knees work. Yep. Um, so all the parts on this appear to be 100% new and unique to this toy, but it's using the same engineering basis as Cyberverse Deluxe Prowl, including the 
basic shape of the leg and the knee joint and how those parts function with the lower legs. It's very clear to see once somebody actually names it. And that was the part I was trying to track down and identify. What do I recognize that from? Because it was so distinctive. Yeah. And I was going to say like Cyberverse makes sense because I'm looking at it and I see the ball joint elbows, which makes me think like this, this toy's like, you know, 10 years old. Because uh, we haven't done ball joints in deluxes for a while, but maybe in Cyberverse we have because I haven't been paying attention to that line. Uh, not so much. So Hasbro is still putting ball joints into deluxe size toys, but mostly for um, purposes of when there's not much space to work with. So um, like Kingdom Black Arachnia has ball joint elbows because the those parts are so small, there's not really room to work in a good solid uh, multi-part joint. Um, first, like core class stuff has ball joints because of the size. There's not a yeah. lot. There's not a lot of room and parts count to work with there. Um, this probably is using ball joints for uh, some degree of production cost savings because you know a ball joint joint requires two parts: the upper arm and the lower arm, and you get the elbow joint and a swivel uh, all in one go. You don't need to have three, four, five parts to make all that jointing work. So there's probably a little bit of cost savings um, element in this, but the Cyberverse Prowl toy does not use ball joints in those locations. So that's a choice that was made for this specific utilization of this engineering. But I'd like to hmm. say in cost savings, this is retail $104.99. So that's a $50 deluxe and a, what, $20? Twenty-two dollars. Uh, that, that's licensing. That's licensing to both Ford and Paramount. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and, and to the dinosaurs, they charge a there's lot. Some li- yeah, there's some licensing costs and maybe some. Uh, uh, the packaging is nice. I mean, I'll give if them I was that. a dinosaur, I would charge a ton. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Ben Yee. I saw point that out. It's like, yeah, yeah. they they have paid licensing fees to Ford and to Paramount for the Jurassic Park license. So that's why it's a hundred dollars. Is it Paramount? Because the Instagram post where they teased Universal. this, um, uh, it's either Universal or uh, the Instagram post specifically was tagging Amblin. Mm. Oh, yeah, Amblin Entertainment. Mm. I mean, they probably produced it. Uh, Universal probably publishes. Yeah, so um, like if it was Paramount. A, a major it, movie studio and Ford. And I think if it was Paramount, probably they would have gotten the deal on the licensing for that because they have a working relationship yeah, with Paramount sense. anyway. Uh, but yeah, so Ben did a Twitter thread of sorts about this subject. Um, and, you know, several of us who've been, you know, paying close attention to this kind of came to the same conclusion. Like, there's double licensing on this. There's also, like Brian pointed out, the uh, the big display box. I think Brian pointed no, out. No, but I would thing. have. Let's just pretend um, I did. It might have been Matt. Either way, though, the big, like, really nice display box and, you know, all that stuff adds up. But, like, the licensing, that's, that's going to be the killer. And I would look at it more as being, like, uh, you know, a $75 liter, $70, $75 liter and a $30-ish deluxe because, like, Ecto... Tron's uh, SRP was about thirty dollars, so you could kind of uh, draw the same number there, more or less. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Hey, Don. Uh, do you, Do you think we're going to run into an issue with this mold? Because I've seen some people speculate what other uses could be, as we always do. Uh, Armada Red Alert skids. 
But with this being a branded item, are we looking at another movie situation where we can't use them outside of that very narrow context? I mean, they could probably use it again if they want to yeah. pay for it for the license another time. Um, Just modif- so a lot Tweak of it. the speculation about um, this, you know, going down the line being Red Alert or Skids or something uh, was based on people not identifying that this was using existing engineering. They were assuming that this was a completely new design and therefore would have to have a further later use. And while this is all new parts, so they made all new toolings for this and everything, and it's possible in the process of that they made a, um, a set of optional body shell parts that they could swap onto it so it wouldn't be a licensed vehicle anymore. Most likely because they did recycle engineering and they built this a little bit more simple than a standard modern Deluxe. They're not really planning, expecting, looking to get another major use out of this to recoup those costs. I agree. Okay, we good with this one? A couple other things to talk about. Uh, well, yeah. Um, the, the day the Transformers Jurassic Park Collaborative uh, box set was announced was the most important day of your lives. But for me, it was Tuesday. Yeah. Uh-huh. It wasn't even that important to me, but I, you know, I pre-ordered it anyway. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this week, uh, it was announced that in uh, Rise of the Beasts, Optimus Primal will be portrayed by Gary and uh, Ron Perlman. Yeah. So uh, Gary Busey. Yeah, I, Gary Busey would be amazing. I would actually be okay with that. Um, Ron Perlman's awesome. Ron Perlman is amazing. And he did technically sort of portray Optimus Primal before. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a technicality. Ron Perlman is very good when he is directed well and has a good script to work off of. Yeah. And hopefully, at least one of those things will be the case with this movie. But Gary really wanted to be Optimus Primal in this movie. Uh, he really, really wanted to be, and I really, really wanted him to be as well, because I just can't imagine somebody else doing that voice. So, it yeah it makes me sad. You won't have to imagine it. Soon it will be a reality. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like in the first, I mean, at first, uh, you know, Megatron wasn't uh, Frank Welker either, and it all he almost wasn't uh, Peter Cullen. So, you know, maybe there's a chance that if there's ever a follow-up to this, that, you know, past wrongs can be corrected. But I, I think the main thing we need to take into account with this movie, The Rise of the Beasts, is can we raise enough money to make Matt go see it? No. And who, and who is going to be the chairman of the fund? Rob, Rob, can you like be like the fund's chairman and we can take donations to so Matt can go see this movie without actually having to pay for it? So I mean, okay. why, do we have to, why do we have to pay Matt? It's not why a strictly can't... Beast Wars movie. In all fairness, I did go to see Bumblebee on a whim, but yeah, this one's not looking good. <laughs> I'll drive to his house, put a bag over his head, or one of those uh, cloth sacks, like when you when you kidnap people. Your ass. So and then I'll just you know take him to the so movies Matt, and be so like, Matt's Here a marine, but Diecast is a trained wrestler. So I still put my money on Matt. I mean, Matt's I, I do too. and meaner. There, there's drugs for that. That's true. <laughs> Come up right behind him. And sh- I was oh, also an amateur wrestler, so I, I could probably, you know. Oh, we're like we're, we're already like three felonies in, and the movie hasn't even come out yet. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that Matt wrestled in, in school. Yeah, that, that yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're true diecast. 
And no, if you... I mean, so like the couple times that I've roomed with Matt for convention purposes, like there's a reason that when it came time to need to wake him up, I never like, you know, reached over and nudged his shoulder or anything directly. I would just like, you know, tap on something across the room because you don't want to startle Matt when he's not expecting it. Just remember propofol. Yeah. <sighs> well, and the thing is, you, if you listen, you can almost hear the sound of uh, JT actually getting popcorn ready for this match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So that that happened. Uh, let's see here. I guess really the the last thing to talk about, and this kind of just got forgotten, but it was it, it hit really big to begin with. Uh, Buzzworthy Bumblebee Origin Bumblebee was revealed oh, by yeah. Indemand Toys and. Like people have already forgotten about this. So if you're watching really? the video, I'm showing it off from Benny's website. I love this. Well, How can you forget to. about it? I want to. Like I know in the packaging he looks very small, which kind of bothers me on a twenty dollar deluxe figure. But yeah, I want this. It's it's beautiful. Me too. I've wanted Just this for a long time. Curious how this didn't happen during Siege. Yeah. This is yeah. kind of like, like here, here's the wasn't this the point of siege? Yes, no, this, no, yeah, this Rock is fan wheeljack was the point of siege, and that didn't happen either. Yeah, I was about to say we need we need a box fan wheeljack to put those uh, those uh, fuel rods in. But uh, yeah, this is pretty much exactly what I wanted out of siege. You know, finally just t- tossed into a random like Target exclusive line three years later that no one cares <laughs> about a Target <laughs> exclusive line that no one cares about. But yeah, I want this figure bad it looks good i mean mostly good i mean like the other buzzworthy bumblebee looks pretty good until you have it in your hand so the just couple- size of him in the packaging like i hope this is photoshop because it doesn't even look right it looks like it looks like a uh voyager class in a deluxe box i think you're that the wrong way around diecast Deluxe in the Voyager box, I think you're... Oh, uh, I was thinking um, Legends, I'm sorry. Oh, a okay. Legends class in a, in a Deluxe box. Yeah, you might be closer on that than you think, too. Um, yeah. So the thing with this, like, you know, it's, it's the Bumblebee robot body and basically a whole shell of flying saucer car that fits around it. Um, so it's going to be very much in the theme of RC, how RC is generally engineered. Uh, quote, I hope unquote, it's better than that. God, uh, it actually looks like it shares Unicron engineering. You know, anything that, you know, mostly comprises its alternate mode of uh, uh, an eggshell of uh, external Pain. parts. But um, so the the flying saucer car mode seems to have elements of its body shell that don't appear to go anywhere in the robot mode. So I'm I'm kind of wondering if this has RC's, you know, half removable vehicle mode. Uh, process going on too and basically all this kind of adds up to like the robot's going to be kind of on the small side possibly smaller than the earthrise cliff jumper robot that's what i'm scared of yeah um so like you'll have the equivalent plastic mass of a deluxe but so much of it is going to be non-integral parts for the robot mode that the robot's going to just end up being small and simple-ish. And then you add on that they put in um, a, a rocket backpack from uh, Dinobot Island and those fuel rod accessories. Like That's just kind of more and more plastic they're eating away from the toy And itself. it comes with the world's most uncomfortable Q-tips ever. 
Yeah, the fuel rods. Yeah. Those look like they would be painful. Is there any well, word on when this is going to be out or anything like that? No, but the thing with the buzzwordy Bumblebee stuff, we saw the first leaked pictures, stock photos like this, um, just a very short time yep. before the stuff started popping up in stores. So this literally could start getting spotted any time now at all. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of popping up and getting uh, cited at any time at all right now, um, Earthrise Red Alert was found in Canada at EB Games today. Sweet. I need it. Yeah, so that's going to be a Walgreens exclusive here probably in October or November. So, you know, if you're impatient, uh, get on with your Canadian friends and, you know, have them send some across the border. Yeah, Walgreens so, stuff is usually not super hard to find. It's just No, it's just wait waiting for, for it. it. Yeah. Is that on, is that on the new body? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, I called it Earthrise Red Alert Kingdom Red Alert. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's the it's the new mold. Yeah. Okay. Do I have any Canadian friends? <laughs> do you do you have any American friends? I do don't have know. Any friends, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we? Well, uh, I hear I hear Diecast is very popular in Germany. He is. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else news wise? Uh. Nope. No, I don't think I don't think okay. so. Okay, let's jump to who who, who got what. That's not the name of the segment. What we got this week? I mean, it could be. Who got what? I'll go. Okay. Uh, so I'll start with off topic because I have one thing that'll just be uh, quick-ish. I got um, Lightning Collection King Sphinx. Oh, nice. I, nice. I, I bought it only because Amazon had it for eight ninety nine. No way. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. In the middle of the night one night. And I just happened wow. to be awake as, as I am wont to do and caught that. And so now I have a $9 King Sphinx. That's a steal. Yeah, I think so. It's it's there's probably like literally just in plastic material mess of this nine dollars worth of material. So I think yeah, I think that was a thirty dollar figure. Yes, uh, the, yeah, the monster the monster price point is thirty dollars. Like I don't know how well it's coming on the video. So like you know the figure is here this big, but on either side is the wings, which are also big thick pieces of plastic. So like there's a lot of mass to this. Um. I'm kind That's of a seven inch figure too, I think. Right. Yeah. It's bigger than the regular lightning collection figures. I think it's, it would end up being bigger than Goldar then too, which is going to be kind of awkward. Which but, people um, hated. Yeah. That's why you got it for eight bucks. Yeah. I'm uh, kind of <laughs> half keeping an eye out for pumpkin wrapper to go down to, you know, nine, $10. Cause like, I mean, I'm not really collecting lightning collection, but at the same time, you know, if one of these comes up, cheap enough and is vaguely interesting yeah i'll probably end up picking it up that's how i got the um the lost galaxy red psycho red two pack from gamestop when that went down to like 15 dollars from its original 45 i think gamestop had it at because gamestop marks everything up a little bit um hey chris what's up uh amazon does have power rangers lightning collection uh the pumpkin wrapper for 15 even right now Okay, so that's down a little bit from the last time I saw it, where it was like 18. So it's, it's getting yeah, it's closer, a, getting closer. It's a limited time deal, so I don't know. I, I really uh, like both those figures, so you might want to jump on it. Yeah, and see, Pumpkin Wrapper 2 has a little bit of extra play value because it comes with the little uh, pumpkins that you can put on the ranger bodies in place of the heads. I love that. Because, yeah. Oh, that nice. Was that, that was the thing that happened in Pumpkin Wrapper's episode. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, continuing the good deals track, I'm going on topic now. Um, I've got Core Class Soundwave. Ooh. 
Oh. So I got this for $13 ship off of eBay. Nice. How is he? Um, not too bad. Uh, the biggest issue I have with this is that where the gray plastic and blue plastic meet, the joints are very um, irregular Soft. in terms of their mm. tolerances. Mm. So in some spots, it's stupidly super tight. Like I have that problem with the shoulders. They're very stiff to like uh, lever out or swivel. Um, I swear I just heard it squeak. Uh, no, I think that was uh, Kilby opening his uh, I'm on drink. Uh, well, I don't know. It might have just been my breathing. Uh, the mm. elbows, though, are very, um, very much looser, and the hips are even more so. So the, the tolerances are kind of all over the place between the blue and gray plastic. But the good thing about Soundwave's design is that it works really well no matter how small you make it. That is super cool. It's one of the simplest (laughs) transformations in all of Transformers. Uh, How is the world's smallest sound wave? Pretty good, I guess. I don't. Um. Yeah, probably. I don't have world's smallest sound wave. I used to. It was. It was a pretty nice figure. I mean, it it worked exactly like G One Soundwave because, as you were saying, G One Soundwave not complicated. I had had one world's smallest toy, and no surprise, I lost it because they are so (laughs) damn tiny. I've got um in actual world smallest I have um Megatron and Optimus Prime, both of which I think I actually got from Rob uh like fifteen years ago. They are not Most as likely. easy to come by as they should be. No, you, no well I mean they're they're old and they were, you know, like they weren't like blind packed as such, I don't think, but they were sold the same way blind pack stuff was. So it's just it was stuff that shipped in cases and they got put in convenience store counters. Uh, getting them online was kind of a aberration, not the way they were designed to be distributed. Okay, that's a problem. Um, so I had uh, opened up Soundwave's chest to get the little uh, laser beak out, mm-hmm. and I opened it, and I've now lost laser beak when I set Soundwave down to get the oh, no. smallest transformers he, out. So oh no, hmm. yeah, it seems so. <laughs> Does laser beak transform, by the way? Oh, it does not, no. Um, but what's okay. interesting is it's not sculpted to be, like, you know, realistic as a uh, cassette. As I keep mm-hmm. looking around for where that might have gone. Um, it has, like, panel lines and shapes on it to look like it actually turns into laser beak. Uh, so, oh, like, man. if they took the CAD files from, say, the um, Morph for Cybertron Micromaster cassette deal... Mm-hmm. Um and just use that as the basis for how uh this would be sculpted. Where did laser beak go? That's gonna drive for, me nuts. For the record, while you're looking, world's smallest sound wave did actually come with oh, a goodness. transforming ravage that was yeah. maybe half an inch long. Holy yeah. crap. No, I remember that. Um I think that was actually one reason I didn't want to get world's smallest sound wave, because I knew I would either inhale that ravage. Uh, or exhale and blow it away and never find it. Anyway, I found laser beak. It fell on the floor. Uh, so nice. I don't think the camera is going to focus on it very well. About the size of a fingernail. Yeah, pretty much. I was trying to get the details on there, but it's not. It's kind of coming through, but probably not very well. My video quality is not that great anyway. Um, it does. If you leave the the chest door closed, laser beak stays in very securely. It's just if you open it and set it down carelessly, that's when it's going to fall out. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a perfectly good little sound wave. I wish the 
joints were a little bit, uh, you know, smoother, more consistent, but for what it is, it's really nice. And, you know, I got a heck of a deal on it for having to get it off of eBay because I tried to get one from an online store and that kind of went bad in various ways. And then I couldn't find one when I went a couple of weeks ago hitting targets around Nashville. I found Dracodon then, but the sound waves were long gone as you would expect. So I'm happy I have this. The, um, the core class G1 characters for as uh, like needless as I kind of think they are overall have been really nice little toys. Cool. I agree. Uh, so in uh, in the same kind of size scale here, I have the Dr. Wu Chatter set, which is hmm. um, Beast Box Ooh. and Squawk Talk. I kind of want those. What do you think? They're actually really nice. They are really nice. So um, anyone who over the years has heard my complaints about third-party stuff, one of the main things I talk about with that is how like all the corners and edges are like really sharp, sharp and squared off. But this is rounded like an official Hasbro toy would be designed. It feels really comfortable and smooth in the hand. It is not painful to manipulate. Um, um, the Beast Box analog, it's gorilla mode, is by far the more limited of the two. It um, definitely is co-opted into the requirements of the combined mode more than the bird is. Um, the bird is actually really poseable and kind of expressive. Um, the wings are set up like you remember the um, the Titans Return Buzzsaw and Laserbeak data tablet things the way those bird modes yeah. worked where the the sides came out and they were kind of wings but they were basically just you know big thick squares that hinged out this does basically the same process on a much much smaller scale but there's a lot of joints in there because that's the legs for um, Squawk Talk uh, no Squawk Box. Squawk Talk is the bird. Squawk Box is the combined phone. Um, but you can get a lot of posability out of the bird mode. The head is hinged. The uh, legs have a uh, hinge at where the hip would be and at the ankle. The legs and feet are you know, joined together as one unit each, but they hinge at two points. So you can actually get some pretty decent poses out of it. Like, for as limited as the gorilla is, um, still on average, both of these are a little bit more poseable than an official uh, siege style micro cassette. Um, but like size wise and in styling, they fit in pretty well with that. And um, setting aside that there's more posability in this than the official versions, uh, like this feels just like an official product. Uh, better in some ways, actually. Yeah. Like, this I would like to see Dr. Wu do more cassette style stuff just like this, just because this does feel so nice. Um like there's um Slugfest and Overkill they could do. Uh I would I would really like to see them get some dinosaur shapes out of the cassette modes. Um the one problem I had well actually okay, I have I have two fundamental problems here. Uh, one is that you have to transform Beast Box really specifically correctly to get to fit in Soundwave's chest compartment. Because uh, mm. if you don't get the little gorilla feet oriented just so, uh, it cannot fit in the chest compartment because it's just a little bit too wide at that end. And it's not like really super obvious which way they have to go until it just doesn't work. Um, the other issue I have is that it comes with these... Um, blaster accessories which come as two parts uh i guess theoretically you could put you know half of each one on one of the cassettes 
uh, but like the product, the product copy or the the stock photos show these um, always put together like this, either on the arm or the combined mode or on the on Beast Box. Um, but like, there's nowhere to put them in the cassette mode. So when you want to put Beast Box in Soundwave's chest compartment, they just kind of have to you know float somewhere. And these are small enough and come apart easy enough that like they're just begging to get lost and I would just as soon not have had them at all. Like it's mm. a neat extra detail, I guess, but it wouldn't have been hurt in any way by not having those there. Cause none of the other, um, siege micro cassettes have any accessories like that. So it wouldn't seem like it was missing anything, but no, overall, um, I think with shipping this ran me about $30. Not bad. And like, yeah, I mean, I paid probably close to that for um, Rumble and Ratbat because I had to get that off of eBay also, fortunately, because, like, fortunately, I did that early before the prices really shot up on those because um, those never showed up in stores, really. So, like, on that basis, I don't feel like this was all that expensive, but, like, this is so nice, even if it was, you know, even if, even if you were to think this was out of sorts for pricing, the quality is there on this. It's, it's really nice. I was very surprised by that. Uh, and then just, um, this came in yesterday. Uh, I got um, Kingdom Wing Finger or, you know, Stick, whatever. Stick <laughs> looks about right. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, this is, this is a stick, man. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know. Um, like just for comparison, where is you know here's here's Ractonite and here's Wingfinger. Oh, wow. Like there's kind of a difference here. There's you know there's a couple extra pieces I don't have on Wingfinger, but like you know the the Beast Mode head and the wing extensions don't really add up to what's missing compared to Ractonite. I this doesn't feel it's. It, you know, tall like a deluxe, but it doesn't even feel like there's the plastic mass there of a deluxe. I'm actually kind of surprised by this and dismayed a little bit. Mm. I was hoping when we saw the uh, first stock images of this that, you know, to compensate for being skinny like this, it would just be like big and, you know, taller than the other fossilizers, but nope. no, it's really not. It's really not. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's certainly a thing that happened. Mm -hmm. But maybe it'll be good for, you know, combining with other fossilizers to make some kind of creature Something abomination good. thing. Yeah. Hey, real quick. TFRDO.net slash Discord. You should join us. I know it's late in the show. But Don, <laughs> I mentioned it earlier, too. Don, a yeah. bit. Jacob Owen Lucia, I want you to check your <laughs> messages on Discord. Here well, now we have to remember there's, there's two Dons in our Discord, and we don't know which one Don is actually using. That's true. Where are messages at? I don't know. And see, that might be a sign that, you know, they've been sent to the wrong account. I don't use Discord enough, but I do see Don, that there are Don, two of you there. Yeah, Don, say something in our Discord channel so Jacob can figure out which uh, which you to send the message to. Oh, Jacob's like, I PM'd him two weeks ago. Like, I look at the sidebar <sighs> on my Discord, which is where they're at, and I have messages going back like a year that I've not responded to, so I don't look at them. Sorry. Good to know. Yep. That's fine. I just email you when I need something anyway. Yep. Okay. Anything else, Chris? Uh, no, I think that's it. Okay. Who else? Matt? Yeah, I did get one thing. So I got this, this beautiful 
E-Hobby Sunstorm. Oh, 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 oh nice. No. Okay. So for the record, that doesn't make me mad because I don't want the G1 Seeker mold, but I'm very pleased that you have that because I know that you will appreciate it properly. Yes, he is, he is beautifully orange, just eye-searingly. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I found a a decent price on eBay. I'm not going to say a great price, but I like I looked... At comparatively what he had been selling for and like it was close enough for me that's nice um, i'm jealous i don't have it yeah it's it, it made me happy so are you gonna open it but uh that's it probably one day but right now i don't have any of my reissue seekers open so i'll just oh. i'll just leave him leave him there for oh. now until i get a, a proper display where i can truly appreciate the the seekers as they deserve. Cool. But uh, yeah, light week for me. That, that was it. At least, you know, you can appreciate the searing orangeness of it, whether it's in the package or not. It's not like they put, you know, polarized, uh, polarized window on there. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not like you can miss it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so blade is like, it's like a knock, knock joke, I guess. Orange is glad. It's not botcon. Knock, knock. Mm. Who's there? Orange. Orange you, knock knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange is glad it's not botcon. I don't know. That's how. Oh I no, I have the, I have the botcon one too. So, <laughs> uh, diecast. What'd you get? Oh well, I got an awesome seeker. Oh yeah. Okay, masterpiece star scream two point Yeah, and I haven't transformed him, but from what I can see, I really like him. So you know. I, I once I'm able to transform him, I'll maybe talk about it next week. Um, because I should if you're be done able to by do then. That. <laughs> What's that? If you're done by then. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wish John was here so we could discuss it too. I I don't have mine yet. I should be able to to um tackle this over the weekend, but he looks really good, and I've heard good things about him. It looks nice. Yeah. And I um, hate the feels, old mold. At this feels point. nice. Nothing fragile that I'm scared to break. Um, so far, first impressions, he's great. Uh, so we'll see if I can keep those first impressions that way. Should he be that gray, though? What I, should he be? I've heard people ask that, too. It just looks, the gray looks a little too dark. That's almost like a G2 gray star scream, at least to me. I mean, depending how you interpret what the cartoon looked like, a lighter gray might be expected. But then yeah. Takara with their color accuracy has not always been a reliable thing. That's how we actually got eHobby Sunstorm. Yeah, true. What else you get, Diecast? Um, I also got a Voyager size uh, Galvatron that they're trying to convince me is a leader size. Um, not really feeling it. Not really like I like him. Don't get me wrong. I uh, other than the fact that you know they misassembled him. Ah, oh, it's not a big. Deal. I like him. I just I, I don't feel like this is a leader size figure. He's just. I mean, if going by what we've had for the last few years, I mean, it is going by the what is, the mass is certainly there. It's just the height that's not. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I don't even know if the mass is there. To be honest, it just like. I don't know, maybe the two guns uh, tried to get it there. It, it's just, I'm not feeling it. Uh, I, I'm not saying I don't like it. I just, I don't think this is a $50 toy. Like, it's it's not. Well, congratulations, you paid $50 for it. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> okay. 
Cool. What else? And speaking about toys that aren't worth the money, at least by looking at him in the package. Um, oh, the stick. The stick. <laughs> I got Wind the stick. Finger. Yeah. Yeah, I got to open him up and transform him into that, you know, bony pterodactyl because that that's a whole lot better than this uh this robot mode. It's it's sad. It's like the, these are going to shelf these are going to shelf warm if they actually ever make it on shelves. Ah, well, do you remember a couple of weeks ago somebody tweeted a picture of a case at uh Walmart allegedly of just eight wing fingers and nothing else? Oh man, that doesn't surprise me. That's, that's like um, that's like a monkey's paw of like, you know, trying to make sure that we get enough of each figure out there. That's like something that I would get for Christmas, like from they're, they're they're fossilizers, though. Somebody will buy multiples to make a giant monstrous, a bigger stick. Yeah, I made a bigger stick thing out of. <laughs> uh, I also got Predacon Scorpionock. Amazon? Mine comes on Friday. Yeah, Amazon, which I'm pretty happy about. Um, I wish I had time to open him, but it's been a little crazy. End of the month. End of the month is always crazy at my work. And then I also got Rhinox, which in window packaging, he looks very good. So I was like, oh, I have to, I have to open him up and slide him out of the package. And I slid him out of the package and I saw how ugly his bottom legs were or bottom legs, his legs were. And I immediately <laughs> slid him back in the box and was like, yeah, he may not um, come out of the box. It, it's such a shame because I really liked the generations Rhinox. Like yeah. I was happy with that. And I thought that, you know, obviously, if they were going to make another Rhinox, it was going to be, it was going to be an improvement over the last one we had, and that's not the case. Yeah. At least from looks, like I, I will use the generations in my display uh, over this easy. Cool. What else? And last but not least. I got another Quintesson Pit of Judgment. Oh, I forgot. Oh. My, I got another one, too. Excellent. Yes. Nice. I completely it's, forgot about that. And actually, I'm really happy. This box is better than the uh, first one I got. So I'll probably leave this in box and open the first one. That is the best set ever. And Hasbro will never, ever top it. Like, don't even try. Yeah. That was a you great. Will fail. No, no, I want them to try. I want them to, you know, keep giving us good stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's like no reason that. not to try. Yeah, stop giving us when. Okay, the the only way they will make that better is a five faces of darkness five pack oh. with with um yeah animation inaccurate colors. Oh man, <laughs> I'd love that. Anything we need else? a dirge clonus. No, that's all. Yes. That's all for this week. Rob, do you get anything? Uh, I got a couple of things. Um, first off, I uh, when we were talking about the uh, uh, cliff jumper mold last week, I uh, finally got Select's hubcap just because oh. I realized it was the only uh, minibot I don't actually have at the, uh, of what's available at the moment. So, yeah, got that. Looks okay. I like that it's a different shade of yellow than Bumblebee, uh, but you know, haven't actually taken it out of the package yet because I I know that mold and I'm not in a hurry. It's it's not a bad mold, but it's nothing particularly riveting at this point. 
Um, also, I got as a uh, last-minute birthday gift from uh, one of my uh, YouTube viewers a copy of Super Robot Wars V for the PlayStation 4. So, cool. That's, sure that's not Super Robot Wars 5. No, but Super Robot Wars is pretty much incomprehensible at this point anyway. So. <laughs> but, yeah, Super Robot Wars, for those who don't know, is a like a turn-based strategy game that throws like dozens of different robot anime together and mashes the stories uh, of them together uh, for, you know, your amusement. And for the last, for, uh, for this generation of uh, uh, super robot wars games for the PS4 and switch, you can actually get uh, English language versions of them from Asia. So that's that's what I got. So uh, uh, on the off chance you are listening, Lucas, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Nice. Awesome. And that's everything I got this week. Cool. Hey, Don, do you mind going next? Yeah, no problem. I do want to say one thing to Matt, though. One thing they could do better than or at least to beat that pit of judgment set is a kill two killing jar sets. One with Magnus, one with Magnus and Cyclonus, and the other with the Quintesson and the Guard. So this is also acceptable. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I would like to see that. Uh, Off time, Hasbro. We we just planned out your next two years of SDCC. (laughs) You're welcome. So uh, I got, as I said off, I got the King's Finger for the same price, 10 bucks, And cool. it's going to go on my shelf of figures that really don't mean anything that much other than it's a cool-looking figure. Uh, got lucky today and found Core Class Soundwave at Target. Nice. I wasn't oh, wow. expecting it. It, it. I found there was like two there behind all the Optimus and Rat Traps, uh, so I left one for somebody else. Oh, I thought you were going to say you bought one for me. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then I got uh, Dragotron. Went ahead and got the repaint. Dragodon. Nice. Dragodon, thank you. I just love the green. <laughs> um, picked up from my Big Bad Toy Store. Uh, well, actually, before that, uh, on the way back from the beach, I stopped by one of the smallest Walmarts in the area. It smell like fart. <laughs> no. A very small store, Emporia. Uh, I've you know never even Emporia heard of that. Is. Yeah, it's on it's on it's on fifty eight going to the beach. I did get Rhinox. Uh, cool. got some got some trepidation about what I'm hearing, but gonna see, gonna see. Um there's that. Uh my BBTS box came in while I was on vacation that sat on the porch for three days. Ooh. Even though they were even though they were supposed to hold it. So I've got uh Buggy Robo, aka Buggy Man from oh, the nice. action from the action toys line. I need Which to go back and resume. They, those. I could only see the robot mode. Sorry, it's it's the buggy man from like GoBots, but the oh, okay. action tool. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to do this in orange as well. I figured that'd be an easy oh, repaint yeah. for them down the road. Yeah. Just like, do, do I doing the blaster uh, in green and yellow if they can do that because of the whole Revenge of Kronos thing? And I got when they okay. when when, B, when BBTS put up the. Uh, Siege Netflix Nemesis Prime set for basically retail after it being you know like a hundred dollars yeah. everywhere. So I went ahead and picked that up because it was it was retail because the only one on Amazon was one hundred and fifteen dollars. Wait, what was that done? I missed it. The yeah, I'm sorry. The Siege Nemesis Blind Pack. Oh. The, the one, yeah, the one you got to use the trailer for G2 uh, Optimus. I also got. Tough trailer, which 
Oh, he, uh, another one from the Machine Robo line. Been that waiting on this thing. It's 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 a big figure. Um, Few did a review about two years ago when he got an early production sample. It just came out about three months ago, maybe four months ago. So the thing was way delayed. But it's it's a big figure. It's I'm trying. I want to say it's in robot mode. You muted, Don. It's masterpiece <laughs> size. It, it's big. Yeah. Yeah, it's big. It's big. Now, the second to the last thing I got. I love this thing. Yes, this is this is what I showed off when I was at the beach. I love this. Dr. Pepper? No. It, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Mint in box. With Sam's Club, R.I.D., Universe, Optimus Prime. Yellow. I, I thought love that, that was a two-pack. No, well, it, it, well, it's, it, not, it it's came, not a two-pack. It's, well, it's not a two-pack. Uh, but it was it, it, they were shipped with Ultra Magnus, which they did have the Ultra Magnus. It's just this is much more important to me because everyone knows how much yeah. I love R.I.D. Prime. I love but, how that looks in the box, Don. I, uh, I want a boxed one now. Yeah, it's. I wasn't planning on spending really anything at that store unless it was like a small figure to upgrade. Maybe one of my ones that needed a better condition. But when I looked up and saw this, I'd be, I had to get can, it. How much? You, can, you mind telling how much you paid for it? With tax one ninety. Oh, that's uh, that's that's a lot less than it goes for on eBay. Yeah, that's oh. why that's why I went ahead and I figured. Well, if I'm if I'm paying three fans toys phoenixes for the hotel room. What's a little bit more at this point? I, I love that toy, and it, it's one I think it looks better in the box than it does on the shelf. Right. So I mean, this is this is a grail that I really never thought I would find. I mean, I have the You've figure. Got the toy. Yeah, I've got. I got it. I mean, I got it when it came out. It and Magnus. Uh, oh, by the way, don't ever combine these two into Omega Prime. It does not look good. Um, <laughs> now the last thing I got. Oh wow! If that's the second to last thing. Yeah, the last thing I got is off topic, but oh, I could not. We can, I'll no, go ahead and go ahead. No, 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 no. Uh, I can't fit it in the apartment because it's a house. You uh, said it was a toy, Don. Well, I, I didn't know about toys. the house. Yeah, this isn't no, news to I, me. Well, yes, but I told you, I didn't tell y'all on camera. I okay. told y'all post-show. This is me announcing it oh, Don bought that a house. I got that we bought a house. Congratulations, Don. This is huge. Uh, it's yeah. the biggest purchase you'll ever make. make. Hopefully. Well, it, it's also it's also pending the inspection tomorrow, the follow-up, the negotiations. Did you like cheap that. out on the inspection? You, you were asking me no. how to cheap out on it. No, 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 no. I was <laughs> he really did. How, he texted me. He's like, how it's like, how can I cheat? He didn't say cheap out, but that's what I meant. No, I know Don announced it. No, that's not what I said. I asked about when he bought a house, did you use the inspector or the realtor recommended, or did you use somebody else, and where did you look to get one? Because, I'll be honest, using the inspector or the realtor who's selling the house recommends... I'm pretty sure that my bank stipulated who the inspector was in my case. Right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but, so the inspection is tomorrow. We have a list of concerns. Um, other than that, once we have the inspection and the preliminaries, then we're going from there. It's so got, Don, Don, I'm, I'm going to spoil this. His house has a collection space, has a space just for his collection. And well, that space, that space is immune to UV radiation <laughs> because it's underground. The, um, well, see, 
right now with both her house and my house for my parents uh, being storage, the rent that we're paying here while cheap added to what we're paying in storage just because we ain't got room for it is about around the same price of what we're paying for a house with. And it's, it's hard for two people to live in a two bedroom apartment and have the life that they kind of want. So, so in, in the uh, chat, Rick was like, I love you, Don. Thank you for buying a house. Well, I mean, you know, well, well, my fiance, we sat down, we talked about this to get the room we need to feel like giving this up as a step forward in terms of cost would be about twelve to fifteen dollars a month in rent uh-huh. in the, in this area. So mm-hmm. with this house providing everything goes well, we're like ten minutes away from both of our works. How's the internet? Uh, we should be able to get Xfinity. I think That's, so. A have, lot better than where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So um, that's what I got this week. That is awesome. So before Brian Congrats. goes, I have uh, I have two quick updates. I forgot one thing I got because I've said in a non-standard place for my normal staging area. I uh, got BotBots oh, uh, yes. Series Five. Are you going to open them? Um, they just um, look so good um, that way. Probably eventually I will, but like right now it's kind of fun to just have the novelty I of having it. the whole uh, display case of these. Mm-hmm. And I did, I did go through and check the numbers on every one to make sure that nobody had shuffled duplicates into this. And did so, you reorganize um, them like from back to front? Actually, they were already in order. Okay. Nice. Um, uh, where'd you get them from again? Dollar Tree. Okay. So that, that literally cost me $25. <laughs> And if you recall, the original retail on these singles was, I think, three ninety nine. Yeah, that's yeah. a great so, deal. Yeah, uh, and then while um, I think while Matt was talking about Sunstorm, or maybe when Diecast was talking about his stuff, I wasn't really paying attention at that point. Uh, I did transform um, Wing Finger the stick into. Uh, Is it made of balsa wood? The- that would be great. <laughs> It could it fly. Kinda, it kind of looks like one of those, doesn't yeah. it? Those old uh, dinosaur skeleton kits. I had, I had the Tyrannosaurus Rex and a Stegosaurus, I think, when I was young. Um, but yeah, it it looks marginally less stick-like in uh, yeah. beast mode, but it it's still better. like, well, it still looks obviously very small compared to the other ones. Like, don't be fooled by the wingspan. It looks like an entire branch as opposed to a single stick. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, that's what I forgot about before. So we okay. can continue now. Okay, so I'm gonna leave this. Uh, I got two options here. One, I have a beautiful birthday gift from Sean from Donvoy. I have not opened it. It is pristine. He spent forty five dollars to ship this to me. Holy crap! Forty five U.S. Is it that heavy or is it just because it's big? Uh. Uh, he sent it. I didn't even recognize the. <laughs> I show, shows you how much I'm. Uh, I've used uh, Priority Mail Express. He sent it. Oh. Uh, the the tracking number started like EJ, and I assumed like God is he sending this to me from like Mandarake or something? How the hell is this getting to me? So he like overnighted it. To yeah, you. basically. <laughs> so okay. um, I can open this first, or it can be last. Go first. Okay. Uh, so I have no idea what's in it, and I may be embarrassed. Yeah. Let's hope so. Yeah, I'm a little scared. <laughs> I hope but, it's like a box of socks. Yeah. So Sean sent this to me for my birthday. Thank you, Sean. You're awesome. I'm scared. Okay. Try not to damage anything. Okay. 
Oh, geez. He said, I think this is the first. Oh, nice. Nice. It's a Creo kit. I don't have this one. It's uh, the. uh, Oh, that Jazz and Bumblebee? Jazz and Bumblebee, yeah. I've never seen that one. I mean, either. That's, That's pretty cool. Where did this. This come from where do you even find Creo General? It looks like <laughs> I have never seen this before. I wonder if that's from the um, the batch that had been going around like Family Dollar, Dollar General, and all that for I a while. Guess so. Crap, that's awesome. I mean, there are not many Creo kits that I don't have. I honestly didn't know that I, there was any Transformers Creo. The only Transformers Creo kit that I knew that I didn't have is that gigantic Devastator kit. So, holy crap. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, he says Dollar General. Thank you, Sean. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, this There's paper here. <laughs> he included uh, art of uh, Brypentor, which I is my, <laughs> which if you ever get an email from me, that is his art of Brypentor is my Google uh, profile picture. I love it so much. That's awesome. So he sent me that, and that's beautiful. He colored it. That looks nice. Um, <laughs> it's Kirk Don fighting a Gorn. <laughs> oh man, I need to scan those and share those. That is great. Uh, okay, um, there's two more boxes. I'll just go ahead and take them out. Okay, thank you for indulging me with this, but I had to do it. Okay, <laughs> okay, what is this? You got a box in a box? Oh, crap. So it is him taking a picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what this is. All new RSC exclusive Kiss Players action figure. When Brian Kilby kisses Alpha Trion, he transforms all of his podcasting powers. Uh, transfers all his podcasting powers and transform him into, transforms him into Alpha Brian. So look at this. It's Alpha Trion with, with a dude kissing him. A little figurine that the plastic uh, rubber band, the rub- the clear rubber band, he's rubber banded the Alpha Trion and kissing him. That's clever. <laughs> That's supposed to be you? I guess. Well, he's in much better shape than I am. Let's, let's just move, move beyond that. That That is clever. I like that. That is amazing. Uh, and I don't have that Alpha Trion either. So, but it's staying that way. That's how it's being, that's how it's being displayed. And this... Uh, what is this? another? Oh, okay. What's this? Uh, now you two can psychoanalyze your toy dictators with your own web world accessory kit, including his everything you need, such as psychoanalysis couch, ropes for unruly patients, and comfortable chair for and a comfortable chair for long sessions, and your very own monkey doctor. Uh, you also receive one set of scrubs if exploratory surgery is needed. And I love again how he's the, he's got this here uh, in front of. Me, what is that the shirt I'm wearing now? Is that today? No. Oh, wow. This is okay. Here are the ropes. <laughs> Here's the chair. Oh, holy crap. Here's the chair. <laughs> I love this. Uh, here are the scrubs. And I'll show you what's going to be wearing the scrubs in a second. Here's the uh, couch for the psychoanalysis. And this is amazing. Here is the monkey doctor, it's Cornelius. From Planet of the Apes. <laughs> oh man, it's a, this this is the one of the Migos. I didn't I didn't know this existed. I've never seen yeah. this one. 
Yeah, they just started coming out with a. They basically have flooded. They've got the classic monsters, Planet of the Apes, several Ultraman, Q, Picard, Locutus. Oh, I saw Locutus. the I saw the Q. I didn't see the Picard. That's awesome! Wow, this is very thoughtful. I am not that clever or thoughtful, so. I'm uh, seeing a web world diorama somewhere. Yes, we need here. to see yes. a web world diorama. Yeah, that, soon. W- that will get displayed. <laughs> I realize I should have I should have focused my video during that, but I didn't. Okay, that's awesome. Thank you, Sean. Again, I'm I'm just stunned that there's a Creo kit that I didn't even recognize. Okay, so it's for your new Galvatron. Yes. So I have my Galvatron and Cyclonus. I'll have a little web world. Oh God, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that yeah, that's wonderful. Crap, I, I kind of want to skip everything else now, but I'll... Um, okay, I'll just rush through the rest of this stuff. That, that was wonderful. <laughs> um, I kind of do want to talk about the stupidest thing I've ever bought. Oh, yeah, you have to talk about the stupidest the thing you ever bought. stupidest thing We ever. have to judge you. God, this is awesome. Kim, Kim is going to think that's, that's clever. So, real quick, I found the box that had my uh, uh, Netflix uh, Earthrise Optimus in it, so... He now goes with the trailer. It matches. Uh, something that I talked about a while ago. I've been wanting it to go to with my G2 collection. It is a mint sold box Megatron. Ah, uh, very nice. nice. So I think nice. the last time I bought a mint sold box G2 Megatron, I think I paid like $25 for it from Bantha Trad at, G- at AOL.com on his store. This was a little bit more, but it is sealed. And it, this one's not getting open. And the back... I. It looks, I guess that's a proto or a test shot. Mm-hmm. The face is different. And he screams Megatron attack. It's, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, I, I want to play with those now, but I need to <laughs> actually find a spot to put them. Uh, okay. Okay, dumbest purchase I've ever made. We'll be the judge of that. Mintbox G1 six shot. Don, do you know what the stupid part of this is? What? The label is from it's Brindles. Brindles. And Brindles yes. is a teeny tiny retailer that was uh, the home office was like 20 minutes from my house. So this is a, to me, a very personal uh, thing that it's a very small retailer. This was purchased. This could have been purchased in my hometown. I mean, like, you know, uh, I literally bought this. I got it, got a good price on it. And there was an eBay, there was an eBay coupon. I, I got an omics it. But I literally bought it for the label. Well, I mean, because see, I told you on Twitter, Brian, when you posted that, I've got my original G1 six shot that I still have at Brindles in Greensboro. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and because if Brindles was a contemporary of best products, man consumer showrooms, service merchandise, it, it was a catalog showroom chain, uh, like was real popular in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, uh, Brindles, I think, are like 80 stores. There weren't that many. Um, I mean, I guess that's quite a few, but it was, again, headquartered, like, by my house, basically. So The funny part is that I've actually had conversations with you where you're like, yeah, I can't believe how many six shots I've bought over the years. Uh, that's another one. I have a bunch of six shots. <laughs> I just bought another I just, six shots. And I, was look, I opened it up. I'm like, yeah, I'm putting one of my other six shots in this box. It looks better. So, <laughs> yeah, I have I have nicer, looser uh, six shots than that one. It wasn't bad, but yeah, I, I do have a bunch of six shots. Okay, uh, two more things to go through. Uh, Chris is going to hate me for this one. I apologize. Uh, well, I mean, we've already established that. Yeah. So, uh, Unite Warriors Megatronia. 
I bu- this oh, was nice. this was Brian bought this during the show from like, like two, two weeks, weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. That is such a good set. It's beautiful. I didn't so really know. I wouldn't know now, would I? <laughs> I didn't know how color. nice it would look. Colors look amazing. They pop so so nicely. Okay, but yeah, they just look so nice. And it was it it was opened, but you can't really tell by looking at it. And the price was fabu. Yeah, the price was just wonderful. So that le- now the only Unite Warriors stuff I need to pick up are the ones that I already have in Combiner Wars. Uh, uh, yeah, like yeah, the, the only one I the only one I never got was the Optimus Prime one. Yeah. So yeah, those are now just stuff I need to get so I can say I have them all. But yeah. Well, Matt, I think you can get Convoy Grand Prime for a hundred ish on Mandarake. Hmm. Like it's it's one of the cheaper and easier to get ones because <laughs> not on eBay it's not I'll tell you that for sure yep. no maybe not on e no nothing on eBay but like yeah if you if you get directly out of Japan it's easier yeah uh, like I should have done that with um, Links Master uh, I, I which I, is also on Mandarake yeah I eventually got Links Master and forgot about it and I <laughs> when we when I moved I found the box I'm like holy crap I didn't realize I had this. So that wasn't that was a nice find, <laughs> and the box is right back behind me. I need to. Yes, I think Link's Master was one of the ones that got like Big Bad Toy Store came into a second stock of them at, yeah. at some point. Yeah, I skipped it like an idiot, and the price went back up. Okay, one last thing. Um, this was also a great price. It was zero dollars. Uh, was at a friend's house this weekend. He so now you hey Brian. Uh, I brought this from back home, and uh. <laughs> It, uh, <clears throat> I'll first show you what came in the thing. It's all four of the original Kenner's Ghostbusters were in there, complete, minus the uh, ghost for Winston, but otherwise mm. complete. <clears throat> and they were living in the fire station, the firehouse. Now, you'll notice it's missing a door and the sign, both of which should be here Friday. Nice. So, not counting the little tub of slime that came with a couple of ghosts in it it's otherwise complete and even though it's missing the uh it's missing a couple things it is pristine mike took care of this um i wish he would find his transformers and do the same thing i love you mike like mike (laughs) mike handed this to me i'm like what do you want for it it's like it's yours i'm like do you want like and then i made like an inappropriate offer that my wife didn't care for (laughs) <laughs> and and I'm like, you know, I'll arrange it. And he was like, no, it's yours. And um, I was shocked. I was stunned. I never expected to own this. That was on the list of things that Brian never expected to own. So that's going to look beautiful. And especially when my Ecto-1, the reissue, comes out here in a couple months, if my uh, pre-order ever ships, uh, that'll be something. So, night, Frank. Um, so, also... Uh, one more thing, uh, news I forgot. Cheetor and uh, oh, yeah. Rat Trap uh, showed up on Walmart.com to ship, and my pre-order did not ship, <laughs> so I just went ahead and canceled my pre-order and just shipped them out. So I'll have them for next week. Brian hasn't. Yeah, only- somebody somebody reached out to me on Twitter via DM uh, last night to let me know about that. I saw that yeah, this morning. That's awesome. Carl says Brian has an OnlyFans with one participant. I do. I should start that. Like, here's me kissing my G.I. Joe fire station. I said too much. Okay. 
Hey, I want to thank our patrons. It's touch tier tfradio.net slash credits. You can go and see the folks there. Uh, and if you're a patron at touch tier, you can actually be on our history on the fives podcast, which we post each week as a Patreon exclusive show. It's a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun last night, but I want to thank like I do every week. The touched patrons, Kevin Dorsey, Ryan Bona, Cheesy Patty, Emmett Sresovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, which who got to mention a shout out last night on History on the Fives as having the best name ever. Jonathan James, Nathan Sampy, Ness, I believe also got a shout out. Joey Russell, Jason Hiley, Mike Mallory, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lucia. Sean Bratton, who skated 45 miles on Sunday, rollerbladed. I, I don't know how he does it. Uh, Spider Bob, Mighty Orbots, Black and White, Now in Color, and Nate Wilson. Thank you all so much. If you want to be on History on the Fives and you're not, just hit me up and you can be on. We can make it as unwieldy as possible. I mean, I'm willing like to you're do kind it. of on the borderline already. Yeah, I'm willing. I'm willing to do it. So just hit me up. Let me know. Uh, and if you want to be a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash TF radio. We have exclusive podcasts and stuff. It's great. Okay. Uh, let's see here. You can find this. You know where to find this. It's late. We're, everything's at TF radio. And if you're watching on YouTube, we do stream to YouTube, but we do ask that you join us on our discord, tfradio.net slash discord, because I infrequently check the YouTube chat. So I don't never at it, check the YouTube chat, but yeah, you're probably not getting a response unless you're on discord. So, Sorry. Yeah, tfradio.net slash Discord. You don't even have to install it. It's right in the browser. Because the Discord client itself is just yeah. a Chrome instance, basically. Yep. yep. So, uh, yeah, tfradio.net. You can find all the links to all their socials and stuff. And if you haven't already, leave a review while you listen, because you've listened for an hour and a half already. Just take 30 seconds to leave us a nice review. We'll love you forever. Okay, John Loon is not here. He is at that John D everywhere. Uh, Rob Springer, he's not here either. He is at Robo Rob Springer on Twitter and at zonebase.org. I'm on Twitter at bkilby, and briankilby.com is where the rest of my crap is. Uh, Don, how do people get a hold of you besides your new, ho- besides your new house? <laughs> I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Cool. Uh, Diecast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Diecast2, like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast, and see my reviews at tfradio.net slash reviews. Cool. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Chris? Uh, I'm personally on Twitter at ChrisRTXV. I have an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash ChrisList if you want to send me things randomly just to be nice. And, of course, anything that you buy and send me from there will uh, send some affiliate revenue back to uh, help support the show uh, for my toy photography work. Uh, you can find that on Twitter at play with photos uh, or collected at playwithphotography.com. Uh, and if you want to support the work I do and help keep me doing it, uh, patreon.com slash play with photos for as little as $2 per month. Cool. Uh, Rob. Uh, I am on Twitter at figure viewers and Rob flails. Rob flails is the Twitter for flail twos, my uh, YouTube channel. I'm covering Gundam battle operation two for the uh, PS four and five. There's going to be at least one more game coming soon. Um, I, as soon as it's uh, cool enough to record for half an hour at a time, at least with uh, out fan going, but uh, 
And uh, if you like what I'm doing over there, you can go to patreon.com slash flail throughs and request specific rounds in GBO2. Uh, just winding up a uh, guest block because I had a lot of uh, uh, a lot of friends send me uh, videos over the last like year or so, and I wanted to slack off around my birthday, so I did. <laughs> so, and uh, also, it looks like the uh, anniversary event for the game that's going to add Shark's Counterattack stuff is going to start probably this week, if not uh, the week after. So, you know, check it out. And also, I have a uh, wish list set up uh, at tfradio.net slash claylist that uh, just as... As Chris's does, send some uh, affiliate uh, pennies back to the show. Cool. Hey, and again, tfradio.net slash Discord. It's open all week, not just when uh, the show is on. Sabertron Toys ask, and I post my Amazon wish list in here too. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I literally don't care. As long as you're not posting Link to Don's OnlyFans, we're good. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want that getting out. If you put something inappropriate in the Discord, I will let you know and ask you to remove it. Yeah, but if you uh, post your... almost never that almost never happens. Yeah, so. it's it's a pretty harmonious place. <laughs> yeah, no, everybody everybody who's around is now. very chill and, you know, gets along quite well. So I'm I'm very pleased with our Discord crowd. Yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah. TFradio.net slash Discord, come join us and you know, just have a cool time. Cool. Okay, awesome. Uh am I forgetting anything? Is that it? That's it. We'll be back next week. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Transformers. It's better than crack.